I have with me in the studio tonight uh, Dua uh, Al-Marji and uh, Riyadh uh, Al-Mubarak, uh, two Sudanese folks here in, my, in Montreal, uh, activists, I've got to say that, very much in support of what's been going on in Sudan uh, in terms of the uprising, the, 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 the amazing, absolutely phenomenal protest that has uh, stalemated the military dictatorship of that uh, country for the last four months, if, uh, if not more. And, and, and uh, they had already planned to come in because they had a, an exhibition that they were going to publicize tonight. But over the weekend, events overwhelmed us. They, it, it was unbelievable after all those months of passive resistance, of civil disobedience, of total peaceful uh, opposition, uh, all hell broke loose on the weekend. And, and Dua, you've been here before, so bring us into the picture. Hi, Doug. Thank you so much uh, for having me here again. It's always great to be here. Um, and as you said, you know, we had initially came to speak about the exhibition, but over the weekend, the, the events have just been just absolutely disastrous. The situation over there, and currently the situation is still an absolute disaster. Uh, we have just, we have lost lives through this time. We have had so much, so many people injured. It's just been a, it's, it's took a toll on everyone and it is still happening. Uh, and, and actually my, my friend here, Riyadh, is going to talk to you a little bit about uh, you know what's what's happening on the grounds right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that uh, as it comes. But but just take us back to the week or two because we've covered the events over the last month or so. But mm -hmm. what's been happening more recently? There's been trips to Saudi Arabia, for yes. instance. And, uh, yes. So there has been actually a lot happening. That's you know moments we would say moments leading up to. The, the massacre that had happened. So this actually goes back to 23rd of May. On 23rd of May, Himeti, uh, who is the leader of the Janjaweed militias, uh, his name is General Mohammed Hamdan Degalu, locally known as Himeti. So Himeti visited Saudi Arabia okay, for an I'm official visit. I'm just going to tell you, ask you once, briefly here, step back, Janjaweed. Their origin isn't today. No. It goes back to a very messy past in yes. Darfur. Absolutely, absolutely brutal. Just briefly, one, one, one brutal. second and a half. Yes, you know, so the Janjaweed, as we said, ba go back again to the brutalities that happened in Darfur since 2003 and the insurgencies, they did counterinsurgencies with the government of Sudan 2014 and 2015, extremely bloody. Villages were looted and burned down to the ground. Women were raped, children were murdered, and it was just a complete disaster. The word a complete barbaric massacre. comes to mind. Absolutely. So these same people right now are the ones who are in Khartoum, on the floor, in the grounds, in Khartoum, in the streets of Khartoum, with weapons. You know, we're, we're not even talking just like normal, you know, weapons. We're talking about snipers on the ground. Ah, uh, now come on. That's we've, we've what's had, happening. We've had these four months of this Saima. What is? Uh, say, tell me again, Salima. Silmia. Silmia. Samia. Yes. Sorry, my Peaceful. Arabic is not good. Samia. And then suddenly, where does it come from? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to, to process everything that's happening. But again, as I said, this really goes back again for the couple of weeks ago. 
these things have there were steps being made calculated steps being made by the TMC since you know since two weeks ago these visits happening uh Hemeti, as i said has visited an official visit to saudi arabia just this is what this was on 23rd of may and then just the second day after that al-burhan who is the 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 head of the tmc the head of the transitional military council arrived in cairo in 25th of may to talk with a sisi so you can see the pattern that's happening here it's a very uh, it's a very common pattern. We've seen it with the Arab Springs. It's, you know, the pattern is there. We're seeing all of these things. And again, uh, the next day after, no, the 27th, Burhan actually went to South Sudan and he had a talk with Selva Kerr, president of South Sudan. So all these events have been happening uh, slowly. And on the ground, uh, the, the, the Freedom and Change Coalition and the Sudanese Professionals Association have been calling for general strikes they're at the sit-in and general strikes in the whole country. So they called for a general strike on the 28th and the 29th, Tuesday and Wednesday. And the strike did happen. It happened at companies, telecom companies, Central Bank of Sudan, uh, and just a whole lot of private companies and, and, and public corporations as well. Uh, and, uh, and, and as a matter of fact, the employees, the staff at the Khartoum airport had actually uh, been a part of the strike. And some of them were forced to work. Some of them were forced to operate and forced to work just for the TMC to prove that the strike is not happening. You know, the airport is not closed. The flights are still happening. Nothing is going on. But on the ground, we have seen lots of companies, lots of, uh, lots of uh, employees, uh, lots of workers in factories and so on joining this strike. So, so effectively, the, 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 the opposition movement had, had taken over the airport. Yes, so yes, the the, the, so the airport military wasn't had to reimpose themselves in order to make it look like it was still functioning. Exactly. So the airport wasn't closed, but some of the flights had to be canceled because a lot of staff wasn't working. They were not working there. So because um, the TMC had actually forced some of these employees to come and work just to show that nothing is happening. But the the general strike did happen on the 28th and the 29th. And the TMC uh, and the Freedom and Change Coalition had called for a, they they basically called for a civil disobedience that will happen in case the TMC is wanting to take this a little longer. And they also also, uh, actually advertised for the Eid prayer. They advertised for the Eid prayer that will be taking place at the sit-in, the mass sit-in. So everyone will come in from all parts of the, the city to pray there. And so this was, this was the most thing that had actually scared the TMC and made them, I feel, urge to do this, this massacre right now because they were afraid of the amount of people that were going to be gathering at this Eid prayer. They did not want that to happen at all. So, so the opposition has really, really sh- 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 rattled the military. They're, they're shaken. They're, they're, they're in, but now they're seeking those external allies. And, and, and as you say, a familiar pattern. Uh, I, I'm going to use a word that a lot of people don't like, but fascist Saudi Arabia. Absolutely. And the military fascists of Egypt have now taken power again. Uh, in Egypt, that is, and in Saudi Arabia, and 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 what's going on in Sudan and Algeria are the kind of things they do not want to see no. happening anywhere near them, and that's what's happening in Yemen. Absolutely. How, okay, carry on. This is your story. Tell me everything. Okay. Um, thank you, uh, Doc, for giving us uh, this chance to speak about Sudan and what's happening in Sudan, because uh, what's happening in Sudan is really 
difficult. Sudanese people are having a difficult time. Um, uh, a massacre took place in Sudan. An outrageous uh, massacre. Yes, yes. Um, uh, two days ago. Um, two days ago, uh, the TMC. Um, Sorry, uh, TMC? The Transitional Military Council. So this is the army? Yeah, yeah. The Transitional Military Council, they uh, raided the sitting area in front of the army headquarters. Um, they dispersed people using live Pe ammunition. People were camped there. They had shelters. They had uh, yes, 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 yes. And I heard yes. they they started burning the shelters with yes, people yes, in them. Yes, yes. For me, I'm here in Montreal. I haven't visited the sitting area, but uh, I watched a lot of videos, um, uh, pictures. Uh, people have everything. They have like. Uh, uh, like they have like small clinics, they have like kitchens, they have uh, like cultural centers. I can say they have they have everything. It's like mini Khartoum in yeah. front of the it army. Was a, it was a mini country. That's true. Exactly. And exactly. totally pacifist. Nobody Even, was raising an arm. Nobody was throwing stones. Nobody. No, no. Uh, this revolution, uh, revolution, it started peacefully and it will continue being peacefully. No matter what this TMC did to, to our people, mm. it will keep being peaceful. So what happened now? Uh, now, two days ago, after they raided the sitting area, um, actually it started with two. Two people have been killed. Then every single hour we discovered that it is it was way hard and uh, uh, bad than what we uh, know. Uh, today, more than 100 people have been killed. Oh my goodness, the I number, heard 30, the, then I heard 60, now we're way over 100. According to the last number that have uh, been announced by uh, the medical uh, bodies in Sudan, trusted medical bodies, they are talking about uh, 105. Uh, today, today morning, uh, they discovered like uh, 40 bodies on the Nile River. <gasps> Can you imagine yes. that? Mm. They killed the people in front of the army headquarters. Mm. I'm talking about the rabbit. Uh, support forces. Jinjawit. Yes. This Jinjawit. is Jinjawit. These, exactly. these, these wicked exactly. evil people, they are terrible. Exactly. Uh, they are armed people. Uh, they are irregular um, uh, militia belonging to the DBUT head of the military council, uh, General uh, Muhammad Hamdan, Hamdan Degalo, known as Hamidti. Okay. Uh, they, uh, they burned people. Can you imagine that they burned people in the sitting area? After that, they took them and throw them in the Nile River. And until now, we don't know the, the real number of people who have been killed. Because no, no one can uh, enter the, the sitting area again. No one can do that. Uh, let, me, let me talk about uh, the, the people in Khartoum now. Right now, people in Khartoum, they can't leave their homes. Yep. They can't. They will be killed. You were talking about the airport. I, I watched a video this morning for a guy, one of the key figures in the airport, uh, the rabid support forces went to his home to yes. bring him and to force him to keep working and uh, to break the strike. When he refused, he has they been shot him. dead. They, killed him. Oh, they killed him. In front of his wife and his yeah, kids. Th there is a video. Now we are talking in radio, but you can go online. You will find a lot of videos, a lot of pictures, and you will be shocked. Really. You will be shocked. I, so I'm, what's I'm, happening I'm in Sudan is so, a real massacre. So upset and shock is part of that. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, look, look. Uh, okay, we, they, they, they've they've come back like this. Uh, as we talked before, Dua, mm -hmm. this was not a cartoon-based uprising. No. No. So no. where where's the rest of the country? The rest of the country is still having actually what's happening in Sudan right now. It's not just in Khartoum. 
it's very important to, 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 for people to know this. What's happening right now is not just in Khartoum. This yes. is happening in Gadarif right now. Janjaweed are raiding streets in Gadarif. They are breaking, they broke the sit-ins of almost every single Port state Sudan. with the exception of Port Sudan. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, did they break that? Okay, so I guess they they broke yeah, Port Sudan yeah. as well. Port Sudan was the last city standing for the sit-in, uh, and they broke that as well. Every single city. This is happening in Rabak, in Gadarif, in Wad Madani, in Port Sudan, Sinar. You know, it's 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 Darfur and exactly. in all exactly. the in all the states in the exactly. Darfur region. So it's not just in Khartoum. This is a country-wide attack happening. Uh, uh, if, if you allow me, uh, one of the uh, facts that I want to bring to the table is right now, Internet is blocked in Sudan, yes. completely blocked. Uh, the ousted president, Omar al-Bashir, he blocked social media, social media platforms. So people had to use VBN to access Internet, to share videos, yes. live videos and pictures. But now the TMC, they blocked Internet completely to cover what they are doing right now in Khartoum. We are talking about Khartoum, the capital. So what about the far regions, about Port Sudan, Gadarif, no. and other areas? We don't know what's happening over there, you see? So uh, the military council is taking the country into violence. They are taking the protesters, the peaceful protesters, into violence. They want them to be violent. So now they can have the, the reason, or now we are fighting... Uh, uh, and now we have clashes. Now this revolution is not peaceful anymore. Well, it, it this was is a what peaceful they to do. confrontation, and they have turned it into a military riot, to, essentially. So, my Riyadh, where do we go? What's happening? Uh, uh, what's happening in Sudan is uh, so bad. Uh, what should be done is the international community should move, should start moving. Uh, should start pressing on Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates and Egypt to stay away from the Sudanese business. They don't have to intervene in our own business. They don't have to support the military council. Uh, they don't have to support Janjaweed militia. They are militia. They are not army. They are not regular army. Yeah. They are militia. Okay. And uh, well, you use that word, but uh, what is what by content? What what are they if they're not army? They're militia. What's a militia? <laughs> Uh, okay, um, I can tell you that uh, th this militia has been created during the time of Omar al-Bashir, okay? And it is funded from uh, foreign forces. The, the, the fund for this militia, they have a huge fund, um, is coming from outside, okay? From outside, uh, the, the ousted president used them to, um, to pretend to protect the borders or to stop the immigration, the illegal immigration, and to keep, um, uh, to keep other regions away from Khartoum safe, for his safety actually. During what happened in Khartoum, during the last uh, five months, he brought all this militia to Khartoum mm -hmm. to protect him, to protect Omar al-Bashir, uh -huh. you see? So... Uh, they, they really aren't army or military they These are, are armed like they have like heavy hoodlums. arms exactly. okay they are around uh, as far as i know they are around uh, 60,000 they have like 60,000 fighters or so uh, soldiers wow um, a lot of them are outsourced in yemen as we know they're yes. outsourced to fight well, on behalf of saudi oh, arabia yes. now you've brought it up talk a little bit more about that that's why the saudis are here in sudan 
Okay, uh, there's a lot to uh, to say about uh, the Saudi intervention in uh, in Sudan. Okay, because unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, we have uh, a Sudanese army fighting in Yemen on behalf of Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates. Uh, as I said before, Saudi Arabia is willing to pay billions of dollars during this hard time because they are having very hard time right now in Saudi Arabia. Houthi militia or Houthi armies, they have like like a target bank. They declared. We have a target bank. We have like 300 targets that will be targeted in Saudi Arabia. And they started one, two, three. Um, so Saudi Arabia is willing to pay for Hamidi, the deputy head. Uh, can you imagine that? <laughs> the deputy head of uh, the TMC, um, uh, this man called Hamidi, who has his, his own army fighting in uh, Yemen on behalf of Saudi Arabia. Um, so they are willing uh, to, to pay for him to do whatever he wants to do in Khartoum right now, to destabilize the, the life of Sudanese people, just to keep his army there fighting in Yemen. Because they know if democracy rules in Sudan, yes, that war yes, in Yemen Yes, yes, all this Sudanese army will, will go back to, uh, to Khartoum. They know. And they are not going to, uh, to jeopardize their own life and their own security. Mm -hmm. And uh, they will never let this Sudanese army go back. For they will a, never do it. For a silly concept like democracy and exactly. civil rights. Absolutely. Exactly. Oh, there, there's also gosh. just one thing, if I if I may add. Please. <laughs> we have been we've been looking at a lot of pictures circulating on the internet of the of the soldiers uh, from Jinjaweed, and these they're boys, they're children. Yeah, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. little boys. Very we're talking point. about fourteen year old boys, fifteen year old boys recruited taught how to fight, given high-class, top-class weapons, and they're right now on the ground shooting and, and killing their children. These guys are ch they're children, exactly. 14, 15-year-olds. You can find their pictures all over social media. They are children fighting. And also, we've seen a lot of footage circulated from them uh, speaking in, in, in French, actually. Yes, and if yes, you know, in yes. Sudan, we do not speak French. Uh, this, the second That's language right. is, is English and not French. Uh, and, and these guys have said that they're from Chad. So the, 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 the troops, these, these boys are recruited not just from that tribe, that specific tribe in Darfur, but it's, it's, it's coming from other tribes as well. And he's recruiting little boys from Chad to fight. And, and from what I've heard, little boys from Nigeria as well. Yes. He's recruiting them, he's paying for them, uh, you know, a, 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 quite a good amount of money to, to come in and, and do the dirty work for him, basically. Uh, just to give you a quick look at how barbaric these people are, um, yesterday I watched a video uh, for uh, like uh, 30, 30 persons from uh, the Rabbi support forces having like a party. Can you imagine that they have a party because yeah, they succeeded in succeeded in cracking down, cracking down, massacring. Yeah, exact They have a party. Can you imagine? They have a party. They, they were happy. They were happy dancing, chanting, and it's, 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 they're considering so it as a success. These, these are the people controlling Khartoum right now. Khartoum right now is under siege, literally. Khartoum right now is under siege. So what's happening over there is really bad. So the Saudis, they want to protect themselves by using Sudanese uh, ground forces to cover mm -hmm. their flank where they're weak. Uh, Sisi in uh, Egypt, uh, he doesn't need another democracy movement coming after exactly. him after he's finally just chased one exactly. out. 
Woo, boy, Sudan, uh, you you guys are are working hard up paddling upstream so, here. <laughs> the only victims of this happening is the Sudanese people, the innocent Sudanese people, the the peaceful people who kept this revolution peaceful for six months now. What's happening right now started go back to 19, 19th of December. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Now, now, now we have. Uh, six months fighting this uh, regime uh, peacefully, peacefully, Samia. exactly peacefully with Samia Selmia. Selima, I'll get it. I'll get it. You know, um, yeah, I, I, I just want to add also another thing. If uh, if anyone is interested to actually read more about these Janjaweed militias, just to have an idea about just you know, who are we talking about here? The Human Rights Watch has done a report on them. I believe it was from 2015, and it was called The Men With No Mercy. It's a very long report, but it is a very important report to, to read, to, to have, to fully understand who are these men. This, this, oh, you yes. know, and the, the Men With No Mercy, this sentence actually was uh, in the report because it was said by, they had interviewed an ex-soldier uh, who was with the, with the Janjaweed, this 19-year-old boy. They had interviewed him and he called himself, he called them as Men With No Mercy. He was confronted with a victim from, from one of the villages burnt and he was apologizing to her and he was telling her, I was with men with no mercy. I, 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 I would also add to that by recommending uh, reading anything by Alex Dawal, W-A-A-L, during the period of the Darfur uh, worst part, wrote some excellent articles that gave background on, on all this and how, uh, of course, al-Bashir was, uh, and, and his coterie of military were very much behind it. How he could pretend to be a Democrat and have democratic elections is what a total crap. Now, hold on. Before we go further, we started by saying you had an exhibition. Okay. Has yes. it been canceled or not? No, no it's not no, canceled. No. Okay, so it's tell us, tell us so that we can learn more. Um, in fact, it is more important now than ever to yes. to to do things like this um, as a community and to reflect on what's happening uh, right now. Because I have to again say that this is what's happening right now in Sudan is also affecting the entire diaspora and expatriate Sudanese all over the world. Um, there's protests all over the world happening right now. This is truly impacting all of us, not even, you know, we're not there, but we are impacted because all of us, almost all of us have no access to our families right now. We cannot speak to them. We don't know what's happening to them. So it's truly impacting everyone as collectively. So I think it's very important at times like this that all the Sudanese across the world come together to speak about what's happening. Our people right now in Sudan have no Internet. They can't speak to the world. They can't let you know what's happening, but we can. Excellent. So tell us, what is this exhibition? Where, what, how, what's, uh, give us the details. Yes, so this is called the Sudan Uprising Exhibition. It is basically showcasing the artwork around the revolution. The revolution in Sudan uh, was very famous for the art that surrounded the revolution. Uh, so we're displaying 40 artworks from Sudanese uh, artists who have contributed work to the revolution. And there will also be panel discussions and uh, and uh, and a, a music show a musical performance by one of the Sudanese artists uh, in Toronto, and there will be movie screenings as well. This is going to happen at Alternatives. At oh, Alternatives. Where's that? It's uh, 3720, I believe 3720 Park Avenue. Uh, so it's not far. It's not far from here by Milton, just a little by Milton Park. Yes, yes. And um, and so it's going to be on the 13th, 14th, and 15th 
of June. So uh, we welcome everyone to, to pass by the exhibition, see the artwork. If you would like to be involved in, in anything else, please reach out to us. Uh, there's a page on Facebook for the event. It's called Sudan Uprising the Exhibition where you can find all the information that you need uh, about the show. Just repeat that a little slower. So uh, it's going to be 13th, 14th, and 15th of June at Alternatives. And the Facebook? Their Facebook page is called Sudan Uprising the Exhibition. Perfect. Now, Riyadh, uh, Dua, uh, one final word uh, about A, the situation in Sudan, and B, what should be happening here. Okay, um, um, I can say that uh, right now Sudanese people need help. They really need help. Uh, they need help from the international community. They need help from the Sudanese abroad. Um, they need help from uh, the international organizations, from Amnesty International, from uh, UN, and all people who love uh, peace and justice and freedom. This is, this is our chant. This is our slogan, freedom, peace, and justice. So we are calling for freedom, peace, and justice for the Sudanese people. Yes, and um, yeah, I think, uh, so, I think solidarity is the most important thing right now that we need. We need all allies from all over the world to really just share as much as you know and as much as you find about Sudan. Speak about it. You know, if you have to call your, I don't know, call your MP, you know, just, just take action. Let, don't let the information sit in with you. Pass it to someone else. Riyadh al-Mubarak, Dua al-Marzi, Sudan is high on everybody's agenda right now. Thank you for bringing us into the picture. Uh, we'll be with you. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. Thank you. Thank you.